Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. So my name is Neil Driscoll. I'm here to talk to you today about keeping it simple with your downwind sailing. Now, hopefully uh, you will be spending a lot of time uh, sailing with the, you know, the wind after your beam, going on some beautiful, glorious adventures. Um, you know, those glamour shots we see where the, the boom's out from the center line and the boat's charging down waves. And what I just want to help you get your head around today is I often find at the, the beginning of offshore cruising that people can really overcomplicate how they set the boat up for going downwind or if it's a you know a boat that's new to them but not brand new they might have inherited a whole bunch of different systems um, that might just make it a, a bit harder than it needs to be. So really when we're going downwind we want to end up with the boat balanced and stable. Um, it's quite unusual that it it's um, until it's quite windy that it makes sense to just have one sail. Um, there's some occasions that that might come up, and I'll get into that in a minute. Um, <clears throat> and I'm really trying to help you understand. You, know, so you might be on catamarans or manaholes or um, boats that go really fast, or or maybe you know not quite so quick. So your vessel's characteristics um, and the number of people you sail with will will affect decisions that you make. But let's just start with the bigger picture. So. First of all, if you're heading down downwind and you're either new to the boat or uh, you've got people that are uh, helming that are new to either helming or just helming in these conditions, being conservative is generally quite a smart idea. Um, so particularly one thing I always say to people at the beginning of their journey, uh, if, we're, you know, if we're teaching them from scratch, is just leave the main down for a few weeks um, and just work on using an, an unfurled headsail so that your risks in terms of the main sheet and boom cross, crossing the boat in the event of an uncontrolled or unplanned jibe um, are a lot lower. Um, and also, the, the, generally, if you are only going to have one sail uh, set, then using the headsail for going downwind uh, should naturally help lift the bow and you know keep, keep the bow uh, going down in the direction you want it to go. That said, you know, at some point, you know, we could keep the boat super safe forever by just not putting sails up, but we wouldn't get anywhere. So there does come a logical time that we would want to be using the mainsail. There's just a few things I want you to want you to think through. So first of all, if you are going to be using a mainsail, do you choose to use a, a preventer uh, that would, uh, they call it a jibe preventer, probably one of the, <clears throat> one of the worst uh, named things on a boat really because it doesn't prevent the jibe it just prevents the boom from crossing the boat in the event of a, a jibe um, if you wanted to use a jibe preventer the, the the other thing to think about is you know are you on a sensible course often um, when you look at your vmg if you're going too far downwind actually especially in bigger waves then the, the boat's vmg will drop off and it can it can pay just to sail a slightly higher angle uh, and have a much lower risk of jibing. Another thing that can lower your risk of jibing is having a, a balanced sail plan. And so, um, especially if you've got a head sail that's pulled out, um, then that can really help balance the main and put you on a, a, a really, really lovely course. Certainly, I think a lot of the people I know, the top speeds they've ever had were actually um, on deep deep reef with a, a pulled out head sail. Um, 
So, thinking through, so head sail to start with, if you're you know, you're really new to downwind sailing. Um, then, in terms of managing the boat and cockpit and people in it, if you are setting the, uh, the main sail, then try and think to yourself, is it possible that I can uh, eliminate having people sat in a, a place that they would be struck or impacted by the, the boom or main sheet in the event of a, in the event of a jibe? Um, also, if you are unable to do that, do you really need to have the main up? The answer might be yes. Um, and that might be a time that you chose to look at setting up a, a preventer. Now, uh, without the aid of being on video here, I'm not going to try and get too caught up in a different configurations that you might rig a preventer. I'm just going to uh, let you learn a bit from my experience, which is when you do end up with a backwinded mainsail uh, in the event of having had a, a jibe with a, a main jibe preventer set, uh, it can create quite a lot of panic on board. Uh, and so personally, I've, I've had a rule for years now that um, if I'm ever setting up a preventer in a very controlled manner, uh, as soon as we've set it up, I go through showing everyone what we would do in the event that the main is backwinded and we need to ease the preventer and manage the main sheet and keep the boat safe because if people just release that preventer line in a hurry uh, or it snaps, um, both of which have happened to me on different occasions, um, multiple occasions, um, then uh, it can it can be quite, quite scary and dangerous in the cockpit. So... Just please bear that in mind because, you know, preventers can slip, they can snap, they can, the clips can fail, the booms can break, all sorts of stuff can happen. So um, remember right at the beginning of deciding that you need to preventer out your main, then maybe just have a good look at the course and the sail plan and make sure that it is the most appropriate one uh, for keeping everybody safe on the trip you're going to do. So going a little bit beyond that, so pulling out, um, particularly if you're lucky enough to have a, a furling headsail, um, then setting up, depending where you are, either a brace or a guide, that's the same thing, um, but a line that holds the hole independently outboard um, with the jib sheet running in it is a smart idea because then, especially in the event of um, you know a need because of a storm to uh, decrease sail or a man overboard, the pole will just sit independently and you can just furl away your head sail and not have to worry about sorting the pole out. I love pulled out head sails. I've actually, um, <clears throat> I think if I look at all the sail plans I've I've spent time on, I've spent more time on a pulled out number four with a tri-sail set, um, or more miles anyway, than any other sail configuration I've sailed with. Um, and that's something else to think about, especially those of you that have kind of bought now cruising boats that did race. If they've got tri-sails in the wardrobe, it's a great thing to get some experience on because it's a, essentially a, a storm main that operates independently of the boom and therefore suddenly without having the boom or the main sheet to worry about then your risks of accidental jibing get decreased substantially tri cells can be a bit of a faff to set they do get a lot of bad press generally though the bad press comes from people that sort of tried to use it in anger without having taken any time to you know figure out the setup or anything like that and there's various ways you can make these a lot easier um, than they used to be. Um, uh, but just setting them up on the dock before you use them is always a good idea. And, you know, it's 
great when you're teaching people to helm in swell to begin with if you if you can eliminate most of the risks involved with accidental jibing the next thing uh is thinking about whether or not you would want uh kites all sorts of configurations here you might have um symmetric or asymmetric kites or um asymmetric furling kites uh what i would just encourage is that you remember to keep it simple so especially if you're cruising too up it might be important to you to go fast and that that's good but just please remember that if one of you falls off and you, whatever you've put up the other person's got to deal with it all on their own so um and even just saying look i'm just going to clip on you know if you're clipped onto the side of a boat that's charging along doing 12 knots with the kite set then there's quite quite a lot going on um for the person on deck to deal with what i what what I've always thought is when I set a downwind sail plan, I try and think to myself, would I be comfortable with this if I needed to turn around? So, um, so if I did need to come back to someone in the water, that I've got a sensible amount of sail set. Um, and look, the kites are good, but it's, especially if you're short-handed cruising, not many people use their kites unless they you know are really quite phenomenal sailors, and even then they tend to only use them at certain times. Um, and uh, and then everyone's got their own preference. I, I personally am a big fan of snuffing socks because they're really simple. Uh, I have had one get stuck up a mast on us once, and um, uh, we were, you know, an easy thousand miles from land in any direction, um, and the wind and it got quite windy, and it was a real mission to get it down. Um, but uh the other thing which we you know we found from that one is if you're going to set anything be it a snuffing kite furling kite etc make sure as soon as you've got it set up that you actually run through how you're how you're going to get it down again I, I was just a crew on that particular trip and we didn't do that um obviously when we talked about it later we realized that but we basically just put it up had a lovely time watched the speed go through the roof and then suddenly when we need to get it down we couldn't couldn't and probably with a bit of practice we could have sorted that out so um just take your time to think about your downwind setups make sure that you're briefing people of where the danger zones are in and around the boat and um particularly when you if you're worried about jibing just ask yourself if you've got a sail plan or a course that's appropriate and get out there and have fun keep it simple skipper